note of college football, UCLA beat Colorado. Are the Buffaloes of Colorado overrated? BTG, what do you think? D. Murph in the building. Uh, it was good to hear that uh, my, my guy is back. Everybody guy. Everybody's boy. Road boy. What? He back, though. Um, yeah, I haven't heard it from him in a while, but that's dope. Hey, I want to get to the question, though. Um, yeah, UCLA did play Colorado uh, about, well, as of today, it'd be a few weeks ago. Um, and, you know, Colorado had lost a lot of that steam after uh, Travis Hunter went down, right? Then they end up losing you know, back-to-back games, two pivotal games, you know what I'm saying? And and they kind of and, – and, and since then, it's just been all downhill for USC. And, and being a UCLA fan, I'm not even on no joking, making fun of them or anything like that. No, I'm good. Like, the expectations they had for this season, it ain't even no point of even trying to rub it in at this point. Like, UCLA is ranked higher than uh, USC right now. That doesn't happen often. Doesn't happen a lot. You know, we've had a couple of seasons not too long ago where we were ranked higher than them. Um, but, you know, we failed off that stock. As you can see, we scratched our way into the top 25 this season, right? Um, so we're not used to being in uh, the same type of position that USC is in every year. It's just that the expectations for them was just crazy. Uh, and I fell through. So once they got to us, uh, it wasn't much. I mean, it's, 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 it's something because, you know, it's a new Colorado team and it's playing a, UCLA, a, a solid uh, UCLA football team right now. But everybody wanted to see the biggest matchup of it all wasn't – we didn't really get that because of the injury, the key injury that Colorado had of their star player – um, and they had already lost before they got to USC. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, basically, they had already lost before they got to, and you know, they wouldn't go get past. We had a, we had a, we kind of figured they wouldn't go get past Oregon, but it would have been the game would have been outrageously promoted, sold out the whole nine if they would have got to SC undefeated with a Travis Hunter. But now we're talking about no Travis Hunter. Uh, they're not undefeated anymore. And, you know, UCLA defense has been playing the best I've seen since I was probably a younger kid uh, in a while. Maybe when we had Coach Durrell. But outside of that, I don't remember a defense flying around like that. And even our receivers are looking a little bit fluid. You know what I mean? So it's different. Um I don't think I don't think Colorado was overrated though. To get back to the question, I just think that's the team that he got in his first year. But look what he done with uh, look what he's done for the sport of college football. Even though college football didn't necessarily need it, this is just extra. They had cats tuning in. I mean, they had cats tuning in. We was both. We everybody was up watching the Colorado versus Colorado State game. Cats on the East Coast was putting tape on their eyelids to finish that game. It was cracking. That was also the game, what you call it, got hurt in. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, no. Cats was watching that game. West Coast time. Like, I was tired. I was nodding off. But I had to finish that game. That was a classic game. But I, don't let that fool you. 12 Cali tell you. A person who is well-versed when it comes to football to tell you they struggle with a team that these top five power, you know, these power five conferences is not going to struggle with. Yeah, rivalry or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, with with this type of expectation, and it's, and, 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 and it's unfair. It's unfair. We know how Dion is. We know how Dion talking. We know he's very influential. That team is going to take the swagger he got. They may not be able to perform like he did. Nobody yet. That's why he's a top top one, two, three DB of all time. And might be, what, a top top five, top ten uh, defensive player of all time. Ooh, let's have that episode, uh, 12 Cal, King Germ. Me and King Germ, King Germ be opening up the uh, the clubhouse. I'm back on clubhouse a little bit, but just for his room. And, dog, uh, we broke out some nostalgic uh, college and NFL football player talk, like, 12 Cal, I'm going to have to hit you up in the morning and tell you how that went. Like, me, King German, tell you, bro, like, we went, we was having some, we had some, we had some football conversations going on. Um, but Colorado would be fine now. He's going to be at a much tougher conference, you know what I'm saying, next year. We all will be, you know, as as that that, that Pac-12 was dis, dis, disintegrating before our eyes. It's sad to see. Um, but you got to give them some time. It's unfair, and I think it's because America is full of shit. I think America is the biggest hypocrites of all time because they you they can't they you can't they don't like when somebody is bigger than them. You know when they when we start talking about the Levar balls, the Deion Sanders of the world. The Shannon Sharps, you know what I'm saying? They start talking, then then it's, then it's an issue when we start talking loud. You know what I'm saying? But that, and, and then it's not just, I don't want to be, do a race thing, but that's just in general. You know what I'm saying? We could be at a party and the cats be just jealous of you. You know what I'm saying? They don't like the way you look. They don't like the way you talk. They don't like the way you smell. They don't like the way, they don't like the street that you come off of. None of that. You know what I'm saying? So... It's just it's embedded in certain cats, you know. Um, a lot of that showboat don't go to, don't go over too well. I think Mayweather was the only one that really passed that criticism part to where a lot of cats can't really say anything to him because he's one of the most flamboyant athletes of all time, and he's never been beat. So it's like you kind of you got to start talking about something personal like him and, you know, maybe his reading disability or something like that. But outside of that, there's nothing else you could say. The man is 50 and 0, 51 and 0 or something like, if you want to count the little, you know, side joints, 50 might be higher than that. Little exhibition boxing uh, matches and stuff like that, that my boy OTR Mike can tell you a little bit uh, more about. You know what I'm saying? Ring Kings. Um, But yeah, man. I, I I think Colorado's gonna be they're gonna be all right. They, they let them recruit. You know what I'm saying? I don't think cats jumped off the bandwagon. I think I just it's just quiet now. It's nothing for them to yell about. And it, he he depleted a whole roster and brought over his own luggage. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of them cats wasn't ready for is not ready for those type of schools just yet. 
And he already said prior to this, when he was over there in Jackson State, he was like, dog, I got to win. You got to win in the trenches. It's that defensive line and that offensive line. 12 Cal, help me out. King Germ, help me out. Did he not say that? That's where that D Murph, that's where he said he you would you will win the game at. And he ain't got those. You know what I'm saying? His offensive lineman ain't these he ain't got no 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 bread fed, no cornbread fed cash from Nebraska or Alabama. He ain't got those. If he did, his son probably wouldn't be injured right now. Not you can get injured anytime. But the protection is a little bit better when you when you behind an old miss line. You know what I'm saying? When you behind the Texas line, when you behind the Bama line, when you behind the LSU line, all these cats is five stars. All these cats is I'm getting to league. I'm going to be blocking for Derrick Henry and Josh Jacobs. I'm going to be blocking for these cats in the league. He ain't got that type of line yet. And he definitely ain't got it on the D line. You know what I'm saying? He you can't find a defense a defensive player on that team that you can point out right now and be like, all right, he can go play for USC. Nah. And he knows that, but they played off of just pure, like, we the new toys on the block. Y'all about to check us out. They killed it with the white. With the white uniforms, man, they killed it with that. With the snow, they playing off the snow. That shit nice. You know what I'm saying? And they they creating online material. Yeah, they got robbed in UCLA. You can get robbed everywhere, baby. The reason why it's a big deal or was a big deal is because you got robbed. You got robbed in Pasadena. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which is not for us street cats. We know like, well, that's where cats get robbed at. They go out to where the money is at and then bring it back to the hood. Right? No, but you would think it would be safe because UCLA has a, there was, their standards is, is crazy. Right? And then you associate it with Hollywood and you know what I'm saying? All that. The California lifestyle shit, as you, you know, but you forget California has so many different lifestyles and cultures in here, including the gang culture. Inside job, it had to be. Inside job. You know what I'm saying? Cause, and then y'all the only team that has ever complained about that, about getting robbed. Think about that. It was a target. It was a target, bro. Merv, I'm telling you right now, it was a target. No SC cast has ever said it. Nobody in our conference has ever said or anybody outside of our conference that we played ever said it. It wasn't until Colorado came to Pasadena and then they got robbed. They got their ass whooped and then they got robbed. Mm, you tell me. You tell me, but Merv, to answer your question, no, bro. You got to give him some time. As a Spurs fan, we will get to some basketball in a minute. As a Spurs fan, pop, when you lose a lot of players, and that roster is not that good. You're not going. You're not going to continue that playoff streak. You're not going to be able to get to the playoffs. You're not going to be able to get to the postseason. You're not going to be able to get to play against or have those classic moments in the playoffs or even in the championship game. Why? Because you don't have the roster. So if you don't have a roster, what you could all you can do is just coach and motivate and see if these cats just catch one. You know, any given Sunday type of uh, mentality. And that's kind of like what it was in the first couple of years. Like, you got to win. You win the opener. I mean, you lose the opener. Bro, yo, it's going to be bad for you guys. You got things going on with glasses, like shades and stuff like these cats. Is Colorado is doing what they're supposed to do. Monetize off the thirst. Shout out to Gigi. Monetize off the thirst. That's what it is. We're looking for the entertainment. 
But then don't dog my guy knowing that y'all would give any other of these coaches, and it ain't even got to just be a white coach. It could be a coach that y'all just really favor. Give him time. Because guess what? That's what we gave Chip Kelly. We like what he's doing this season. This season is starting to look Chip Kelly-ish. You know what I mean? But my impatient ass said, nah. But I has to. when Chip Kelly first uh, came on board to be our coach, Merv, did you know, 12 Cal, that we had the youngest, we had the youngest uh, class in college football? Yeah, we had a gang of freshmen and sophomores on the team. Didn't know what to do. And I had to let him turn that roster over because this was a backyard he had been stealing from when he was with Oregon for so many years. He has so many classic L.A. football players come from the city, my backyard, and play for Oregon. So I'm like, why is it, why is it that hard for you to get what's in the backyard that you're living in now? But at the same time, what a lot of people don't know SC has been our professional and college team at one point. They was all it was SC football was just as popular as the Raiders, the Rams back then. You know what I'm saying? They was up there. They was up there. The Lakers and the Dodgers was the 80s. You know what I'm saying? For the 90s, you know, it's is is open is open season. You know what I'm saying? It's open season because in the basketball world, you know, Chicago ran it, ran it, you know what I'm saying? Houston got up in there. A little bit, and then, I mean, that's what it was. That's what it was. You know what I mean? So, look, dog. At the end of the day, Murph, I, I, just, I want, I, I want to, I want to get rid of it. I want to get rid of. It. I want to close it out. No, give him another year or two. I don't even like Colorado as a fit. It's different, but I don't like it as a fit. I think he deserves that that Florida State, but. Seems like they got a solid coach that they're going to be building on over there. But he deserves a much better program than Colorado, to me. I think he's earned that. Or if not, I think he's earning that. The right way, though. He literally, some of these coaches have gotten a job, and you just say, how? What's the credentials outside of being an assistant or something like, what is the credentials? Where did you come from? But this is a former player former, you know, he was a dope college player, dope, you know, professional player, dope persona, charisma, character, the whole nine. He got everything. And I think he deserved a, a, a better a better situation. But he has started from the ground up. And not to say anything, I don't want to make it seem as like it's a negative thing when I say, uh, you know, that HBCU team that he coached was at the bottom, but I, I don't mean it like that. But we know the skill set, the skill, the talent. And they said, they said it's really, it's really the defensive and offensive line. When it comes to the receivers, when it comes to the skill positions, it's the, the HBCU players is there. You know what I'm saying? It's in the trenches. Everything else is pretty much equal. Maybe the quarterback might be separated a little bit. Maybe. But when it comes to that running back, receiver, DBs, and some of them linebackers, man, they said hey, it might, might not be it might not be that much of a difference. I said, but that's just what I heard. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, no, Murph, let them cats live, dog. Let them cats live, man. Let them, let 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 Dion. You got to give Dion four years with one program. Give him that. Let him have that, and then we can come back. You know what I'm saying? That first one, let him get his feet wet. Depending on how that turned out, 
Let him fix it. And then that third season, you got to get it together because now you you consider it a, a, lower, a, a low-tier veteran now. And then that fourth season, being here, no, you should be consistent now. So let, let him get four years, bro. Let him get four years. Hey, there was a lot going on last week that spilled into this week. And what I mean by that is I'm a Raiders fan, man. So, you know. This season wasn't too – this season didn't really ex, – the expectations wasn't there anymore. After we lost Carr uh, and we had Garoppolo, which I never agreed on, I just dealt with it. Uh, I said, you know what, dog? I don't know what's going to happen. Like the expectations is not there because I don't believe in – I don't believe in that Patriots shit being in the Raiders facility. I don't. I never will. We will never be that. We're total opposite. We know what it is. We're not cool with you. We don't really like you. We're not like that. We're not friends like that. We're not cool. And you brought a lot of Patriot ways and staff and players over here. And I can't be, I'm not mad at the players because the players can go anywhere and play. But get the staff, record label, and the whole fucking crew up out of here when it comes to that Patriot shit because it's not the Raiders way. And it showed because my coach is from Compton. And he was a former Jets player and a former Super Bowl winner. And I'm proud to say that his first game, which was against his old team, he put up 30 and shut a team down to six. Now, look, it was the Giants. And shout out to my boy Dobby because that's his team. But the Giants, is at, that's, that's, that's bottom shelf. That's, that's bottom shelf alcohol, okay? That's Taka Vaca right now. It's not the good thing. And, I mean, all speedy recover, speedy recover. Oh, uh, shout out to Jarv. This is your team too, right? Um, shout out uh, uh, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Uh, he he hurt. He hurt, and it's a non-contact injury. And back to back, yo, we sacked the quarterback eight times today. Between two quarterbacks, eight sacks. We ain't had a game like that. We ain't had we interceptions. You know what I'm saying? Fumble like we is going down. Now again, I know my boy Jay Orgen gonna say, "Yo, it's no tape." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ba- basically, you know this is the first time he's coaching, so you know teams won't be able to to adjust with what what he got going, and and that, and that's cool. But you gotta let him have that, uh, Mark Davis. Let him have that. Let Antonio Pierce have that. Man, he looked like my wife said he looked like you from Compton. And everybody, and it feels right because, nigga, my Raiders are supposed to be in L.A. anyway. Get them niggas out of Vegas. I said that 30 times already. Get him out because he said he looked like he looked like a gang member and a head coach for the Raiders at the same time. And I love it to put up 30, my nigga, when we didn't score, hey, Big Roy, my Raiders hasn't scored over 20 points. All season up until that game, and we scored 24 in the first half and six in the second because I think he, he said his emotions was going crazy, and I believe him. He said, he said he was nervous, this, that, and the third, and he was hyped, his anxiety, all that. And I think once it got to the second half, I think he played it safe. It seemed more conservative, like he tried to burn the clock because we won the clock war in the second half. I think especially in the third, if I'm not mistaken. Like, we drained the third quarter. But still, 
Oh, and he and and he looked out for Josh Jacobs and gave him an opportunity to get a hundred yards, which he did. But he kept him in the game after he got one on one. Went ran for the next play, lost a couple of yards, went back down under a hundred. But hey, and this was this was a game where um, we like I just said, bro, we scored thirty, right, thirty points, where we didn't score over twenty points all season, right. But then when you look at the stat sheet and you got to go, yeah, so what did my star player do? Devontae Adams had four receptions for 34 yards, no tubs. But look how much we won the game by. Jacobs went back down to 98. But O'Connell, the rookie, came in. Look how, hey, he was 16 for 25, 209, right? 209. And that's cool. That's cool because... He didn't have to do too much. With Jacobs running the ball like that, we got a running touchdown from one of our receivers and Myers. You know what I'm saying? He using Abdullah, and I and I gotta say this: even though Winfrey only had two receptions for 32 yards, it felt good to see him get involved in the offense. Like I feel, I feel good for him. I feel better for him. Like I'm happy for him that he's that we know he's gonna get the rock now. We won a game without, I mean, with one of our star players, Max Crosby balled out. Max Crosby balled out. You know what I'm saying? But our main guy, our main receiver, had a below average game. And we won by 24 points. I love that shit, man. That means my defense stepped up. And again, it was against the Giants. No, no disrespect, Dabo, but them niggas is not it. You know what I'm saying? But you, a win is a win. A win is a win, and my nigga, I mean, any given Sunday, we would be the laughing stock of the league if we lost to them. So, you know, it is what it is. But, and we, I don't want to see Jimmy G on the side. I didn't even see that nigga on the sideline. He probably was there, but I don't care. The moment our coaches got fired, I'm sorry, I'm, I forgot to bring that up. They got rid of that nigga and the offensive coordinator right after that and then named Antonio Pierce, my nigga, immediately we got another tweet that said that nigga Jimmy G is getting benched. Nigga, it's a, it was a celebration on Friday, my nigga. I never celebrated so hard in my life for the Raiders. What? I said, and then this nigga Mark Jackson don't even got the bowl cut no more. The nigga broke out one of the slick, all-white Raider jackets, and then nigga went to go get him a fade. I said, nigga, my coach is from Compton. You don't think I'm happy right now, bro? I'm happy right now. I'm happy. And let him let play it out because I feel like we did this to Tom Cable. We did this to Jack Del Rio. We didn't give them enough. Well, we gave Jack Del Rio some time, and, and he was cool. But for the coaches that, you know, and then – Last, no, no, a couple of years ago, it's like the interim coaches that we get, they do good because they are, they are, they typically are the player, the, the, the player coach. They love him. You know, like, kind of like my, my, one of my favorite head coaches of all time, y'all heard me say this, my coach Spud, who, who passed away, may he rest in peace. But that's one of my favorite coaches of all time because he just knew. He knew, he knew how to talk to us. He knew how to deal with us. He knew how to motivate us. He knew how to check us, hurt our, you know, I heard our feelings, but like we understood it. I mean, it was not, not necessarily hurt our feelings, but came off a little harsh, but with love. He knew how to do that. The Pete Carrolls of the world, et cetera. And I felt like 
we tried to get into that. We got to go get big names. We got to go get familiar names. Nah, sometimes the answer be right there. Because when you look at Miami head coach, nobody ever seen that. And when every time I see him on the sideline, I still can't believe it. He, he don't even look like a head coach, but he doing his thing over there. Shout out to my Raiders, man. I'm happy. I don't know where the season is going to go, but I, I hope Antonio Pierce can, can, can get us in contention. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know some Raider fans, probably J.O.'s going to agree that, yo, maybe we need to just play competitive and then tank it. You know what I'm saying? Caleb might be available. I get it, dog, and I understand, but we might have a quarterback with A.C. We gonna see though. We gonna see. I don't want. I look. We just gonna. I, it was a good win. It was a good win. We gonna see. The next test is gonna be. I think we got a. Do we got a Monday night game or Thursday? What game do we got? No, it's a Sunday night game with the Jets. That should be another winnable game, and that should get us at five hundred. So we shall see. Uh, before I get up out of here, and well, I, I said I was gonna talk about my Lakers and some basketball. Uh, that because that Lakers and Clippers game was just okay. Yeah. Um, Bobby Knight passed away, big dog, at 83. And everybody know what he's famous for. That goddamn chair. That goddamn chair that resembles the chair that, that was used in Alabama. <laughs> but no, I mean, you know, he was just one of those. We, nigga, the Bobby Knight. Let me tell you how popular Bobby Knight is. There's a Bobby Knight drill that we used to have to do at the mine. Yeah, a Bobby Knight drill. You know what I'm saying? Taking charges and shit like that. Man, come on, dog. Bobby Knight was it, bro. Watch your mouth about Bobby Knight. All right? Classic. It will toss a chair at you. Okay? That nigga threw that chair across that floor. He was so frustrated. But, yeah, no. One of the, he's one of those coaches. He's one of those. When you start talking about, I might have to do that. 12 Cal, King Germ, y'all might have to help me out with that one. We got to do it. And Murphy, you want to be involved in this one? Goldie, I know you listening. Hey, man, we got to do like a top 10 head coaches of all time, dog. That's a good one right there. Top 10 head coaches. We can do basketball, football, baseball, all set. Well, y'all going to get me in the baseball. I ain't going to even lie. I don't know managers like that. You know what I'm saying? Tommy Lazori, that's all I know, nigga. You know what I'm saying? After that, I don't really care about nothing else. But, yeah, and and we can do all sports. All sports. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. Y'all write that down. Y'all write that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all write that down. But, uh, yeah, no, rest in peace to Bobby Knight, man. That's classic, classic coach right there. Classic coach right there. Um, and then I, I don't know if this is real news or not, but I mean, I'm pretty sure more will come out about this if this is true or not, but CJ McCollum has some type of, um, cancerous, uh, I don't know, infection or something going on or, or something. I, I, some, I got, I got some type of story, but I don't know if it's real or not, but I hope everything's all right because that's just one of the, that's one of those cats, not only, Dope on the court, but he's entertaining off the court as as we come to see a lot of former NBA and NFL players with personality. You know, C.J. McCollum is one of them. I think him and J.J. Reddick just, they really have that media, but, like, they know how to balance it, though. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I like that. Very, very entertaining. So I hope everything is all right with him. But my Lakers, man, um, not the best Beginning, not the best start, especially, you know, the the tournament shit started. The end-season tournament started. We lost, you know what I'm saying, to Orlando. Um, we haven't, uh, we just, I don't know, we, I don't know if it just, uh, we stuck in that still too early stage, but it's like we haven't figured it out, you know what I'm saying? Our games is, be, is, is a little too competitive with everybody. 
Um, and I don't want to keep giving us an excuse while every everybody else has seemed to figure it out early on. You know what I mean? So, um, I'm not, you know, ugh. I, 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 it's just not, it's not popping. But again, we got we got the oldest player in the league. We got the most fragile player in the league, and. You know, when it when it comes to um, Austin Reeves, who is post technically supposed to be our third best player on the team, um, he started off slow. You know, but I I feel like Cam Reddish has been getting a lot of time, right? A lot more playing time, which is also well deserved. You know what I'm saying? And his defensive presence is phenomenal. Um, but it, I I think Darvin Ham is going to have an issue with his lineup. You know, um, and he's running a lot of these two guard lineups, and I, that I, I'm not understanding. Um, you know, Gabe is going to be out for a while uh, with a leg injury, so you know, D'Lo has been D'Lo has been playing solid. You know, what I'm saying he had a couple of questionable games early on, um, but he has woken up. And AD has been a fucking tear, but we've seen this before. We've seen. We've seen AD start off crazy. We've seen AD in the beginning of the season go bonanza for like six, seven, eight games. It's that mid-season and that late season that bothers me. At this point, niggas just trying to get to the playoffs. You know, so we can we still have the oldest player in the you know, so I'm not I'm not I'm not necessarily I'm not tripping. It's just I I understand that we're not gelling quite yet. Not gelling quite yet. So it's it's a lot of new players, and so we still got to figure figure it out. But I love the depth. I love the depth of the roster. Um, I just feel like some other pieces need to be moved around. Like we haven't even played the rookie yet. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Chris Max Christie is a pivotal player. I think so. I think he's. I think Max Christie is in that beginning stages of the Alex Caruso, um, Austin Reeves. Stage, you know what I mean? Like, I think he's going to be one of those guys. I think he's going to make himself as important as Austin Reeves. Um, it's just a matter of when and the opportunity. So, and then Cam Reddish is the guy that we knew was supposed to come in. Well, we expected him to come in the league and be somewhat mentioned with some of the cats that he played against that left the year before him and then in the year that came in with him. And it's like his name has been fading away, but I think he can revive himself. It's just, I don't understand the lineups right now. And I think we probably won't understand that until we probably get to that 30 game range. You know, at that, that should be enough time for you to figure out not only what you're going to roll with, but adjustments for injuries and such and, and so on, because that second lineup is going to be key for us as well. <laughs> Just as uh, important as the starters. So I think, I think, I think that'd be okay. I just think the standards is, the standards has been what it's been, right? We're not going back to the past, and we're not going to get that Kobe and Shaq duo. We're not going to get that Showtime duo. We'll get hints of it. It's a new water I've been drinking, by the way. Shout out to Britt. You'll get hints of Showtime, you know. Uh, you'll get hints of the Shaq and Kobe era, but not. it's just a hint of it. It's not the real thing. Um Everybody is balanced out, and there's a lot more Euro players that's running in the league than 
are homegrown. So, you know, I don't think we're going to get those days of just, you know, certain dominant teams. I mean, we can pretty much tell who's going to be a trouble on both sides of the conference. But, you know, there's other teams that still can be involved <clears throat> in a race. When you look at it right now, Milwaukee is going to be the favorites. You can throw Phoenix in there, and that's to star power, you know. That's the star power right there because Milwaukee got two, you know. Phoenix got three. That's a lot right there. That's a whole all-star starting lineup. So there is going to be it's going to be those two. You going Boston still going to be in the mix? I don't know about Philly. We don't know. Philly is a you know the Kings is Kings is all they they going to continue to be solid. Denver is going to be up there. You know, so it's 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 some action. It's some action. You know, okay, I like OKC. You know, look at look at the Spurs. Murph, look at your boy. V Dub. V Dub is just doing some alien type shit right now. And looking fluid. And I think here's the best thing. He caught his confidence early. It's over for you niggas. I'm not about to I'm not to hop I'm not about to hop on a bandwagon like some of these other cats and be like he's about to be the best thing since Jesus but he got his confidence early so he's going to be held in a different regards now Merv like Nick is not about to give him no kind of passes now because he's already shown that he's a killer he's a sniper he's a samurai now it's got to be consistent his fall is going to be a lot more harsh now because it's, he already up there yeah, Pop got one. Depends on how how long you think Pop's going to be there to, to coach him. You know what I mean? So it's some teams. It's some teams. And I feel like we get to the postseason, injury-free, knock on wood, Brian is going to have to play, do something that we've never, never done before. And we're seeing that almost every other game. But he's literally going to have to play out of his mind to get that second ring for us. Whereas some other teams might not have to work that hard. That's how I look at it. That's exactly how I look at it. Is that we're going to be have to, we're going to have to play two times as hard, and some of these other teams won't have to do that. They will have to make some certain mistakes in order for us to, and we have to capitalize on them. That's where we're at. But we're still able to to compete for a championship over a lot of other teams. I just see other teams that can get it done at a, at an easier pace than us. But we have the tools. We have the players. The chemistry, somewhat questionable. Lineups, questionable. Coaching philosophy, still up in the air. So we'll see. We'll see. Outside of that, man, hey. Lovely, hey, sports is, sports is looking good right now, man. <laughs> sports is looking good right now. Hey, Penrose, uh, Murph, meet me at the wreck, big dog. Hey, uh, Goldie, meet me at the wreck, big dog. I got a 5'10 point guard that's passing the shit out of that ball, and he can shoot the three ball. He a 90 now. He a 90 now, so he ready to go. He ready He ready to go to the wreck. Now, the badges are still on bronze, so you got to bear with him, but. It's, 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 come on now. He almost there. I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I got to do. So the point guard is back. All right. 
Hey, open run with BTG. I thanks for coming through. Thanks for coming through. And shout out to my coach. Cause he he from Compton. 